Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. I am so excited about this chat, mostly because if you have been tuning in, you know that for season four, we are now putting the full episode on YouTube where you can watch and chat and I get to look you right in your face while we have these conversations. So I know a lot of you listen to our chats while doing other things. So dinner, whatever else, you know, running around exercising. But if you really want to listen to, especially when we have like guests in, you can actually watch now, which is so much fun for me. And it also gives us one more place to engage. You can put it in the comments. And let's just be honest, some of you listen at work and this is pretty slick, right? You just open up your tab, you hit play on that YouTube, you put in your headphones and then you just open it up to a spreadsheet. Your boss thinks you're being really efficient, but really you're listening to this chat right now, right? (laughs) So I love that for us. I love that for us. And as I mentioned in our season four opener, that we're just going to keep it very real. And very real means that I felt for a lot of season three and four, ever since I really started this pod chat while I was in California, that I've had to be kind of veiled about my language because I was going through a divorce. I'm dealing with transitions with the kids. I mentioned in my book and also here that my big tiny, my eldest daughter, who's 24, was dealing with rehab. And then also I had this book deal. Plus I was starting to date. Like I literally had a lot of things happening in my life that I was trying to figure out and navigate. So I was always kind of handling it delicately in my conversations here. But one of the beautiful things about life is in the process of starting over after a while it's no longer new to you and so I'm grateful because I'm feeling confident and refreshed and happy and aware and I have more of a solid ground around what the future looks like because I'm clear on that I'm able to speak to you with clarity and uh, with more intentionality and I'm excited because I think that we're all going to get more from it so that being said on the topic of clarity That's what we're going to talk about today. The number one thing 
that I am always asked about from you, from people that meet me on the street after reading the book is, Nicole, you seem like you are so stinking clear on everything you have going on. You seem confident. You seem to know what you're doing. And truth moment, hashtag truth moment. You already know this because we've been together for so long. That's not the case, right? You know that I am a awkward, uncomfortable, you know, anxious, nervous mess all about a lot of things. You know, it doesn't mean I don't get it done, but you know that I come in. I talk about that here all the time. But the truth is, I am pretty clear about a lot. And I want to talk to you about, I mean, we're going to keep it all the way real. See, I can feel myself wanting to, this is me being just totally real with you. I can feel myself wanting to filter what I'm saying because I'm so cognizant of the other people in my life and also just being so mindful. But I said I wouldn't do that with you. So I'm going to be honest with you. One of the things I've struggled with the most and that's had me in therapy is not a lack of awareness around who I am. It's been the fact that I've had people in my life that have tried to dismantle who I am or tell me who I am or tell me how to show up. And I gave too much space to listen to that. And it has distracted me from my journey. It has caused me mental grief. It has stressed me out. And it has caused me to show up in ways that weren't in alignment. And so a lot of my time in my life has been spent getting back to the path that I always knew the whole time. Oh, that felt good to say out loud. (laughs) It felt good to say out loud because I want you to know that if this is you, you're not alone, right? You're not alone. There's this common thing that we say where we're like, we're stuck or we're confused or we're unsure or we lack clarity. And I want you to know you don't lack the ability to be clear. You don't lack awareness around what's right or wrong or the ability to make a decision, You can literally remove that languaging from your mindset, from your life right now. Because the truth is, if it has something to do with like your kids, where if I said to you right now, hey, I want you to take your kid and throw your kid off a cliff. You would look at me and be like, absolutely not. That's crazy. Without hesitation. Because you know, you have a very clear intentionality around your relationship with your child, how you show up, your moral coding, right and wrong. It isn't even something you have to filter or process because you know. But we can't seem to bring that sameness to making decisions around our business or making decisions around our money or making decisions around our relationships or making decisions around how people will treat us, especially as someone who is in recovery from being in relationships and environments where I felt like I adapted myself a lot to people, please. I adapted myself and restrained saying how I really felt or performing and making decisions around what I knew would best serve me and my world based on making others comfortable. As somebody who is kind of, what is the phrasing that you hear all the time? A reforming people pleaser, a reformed people pleaser. I have found a lot of strength about around correcting people who try to tell me who I am, how I feel or what I am doing. And I don't know if this just comes with getting closer to being 40. And I've heard some of my friends who are in their 50s or approaching their 50s say, look, girl, when you get to 50, you don't even correct those people. If you even still have them in your life, you just walk away. You know, if someone comes to you and tries to tell you who you are, or what's going on, you just walk the other way. But I will tell you, if you are like me in your early 30s, late 20s, you know, or if you're just listening to this and you're like, because my mom made me, I want you to know that as a Christian, one thing I believe is I am who God says I am. 
But as an everyday woman, you know, who's walking around, depending on what your belief system is, I want you to also know you are also who you say you are. So even if someone comes to you and says to you, well, I remember when I interacted with you back in 2021, you know, and you said, blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's who I was. This is who I am. Like, and it doesn't mean you can't take accountability. It doesn't mean you can't evolve. But listen, you are not in a position where you have to be held to whatever definition of what people are. And you are not in a position where you have to be held to whatever definition that other people want you to be. You have to recognize that whenever someone comes to you and tries to tell you about what you feel like, gosh, you just seem so upset about that. You don't have to take that in. You literally can stop, ask yourself, is that in alignment with what I really feel? And if it doesn't, you can say, I am not upset. That is not how I'm feeling. What I feel is this, if you feel like sharing. And I would like it if you would please not tell me how I feel. I know how I feel. I know right now some of you are cringing at that thought because it's a form of setting boundaries. And what I can tell you in my experiences is that Oftentimes, people who are struggling with you expressing or setting boundaries or choosing yourself or showing up in the world in any particular way will often want to tell you what you are feeling because a definition makes them more comfortable. So you'll have people in your life. And when you're younger, just to be clear, you'll have people in your life when you're younger that will do this as a form of power, as of authority of a way to condescend because it's a control factor and it's related to their anxiety and it's not uncommon. Heck, I've probably done it in my life. You know what I mean? I'm the queen of unsolicited advice, you know, but one of the things that I've really tried to be good at, especially in my older years, is say, you know, you don't have to listen to me, right? Or this is just my opinion, or I'm aware this is unsolicited advice, you know, because as a consultant, you have to tell people things all the time that they may not be willing to receive that could be true, but they may not want to hear. But I want you to know that when you're younger, if you grow up with people who are always telling you things like you are lazy, you are not capable, you are not pretty enough, you are not a hard worker, you are not enough in general, you better believe that not only does that put messaging in your mind around who you must be and who you are, which there's tons of things online and conversations and podcasts about unpacking that. But it also trains you to think it is appropriate to have other people tell you who you are. And there isn't enough conversation around how that affects our ability to have clarity in how we approach life. If you are confused about who you are, how the heck are you gonna have clarity about what you want to do, how you wanna show up, and how you need to be in this world? No wonder you aren't sure if you should pick this planner or this planner. No wonder you aren't sure if your business idea is good enough and if you can be a, a boss or a CEO. No wonder you question yourself about whether or not you're a good enough mom if you do this thing or get enroll them in this school or show up at this activity. It's because you're lacking clarity around who you are. And a lot of the times that's because you let other people define it. Friends, you know that we've been chatting about what it's like to be overwhelmed, responsible for everyone and fixing all the things. Y'all, it is a lot to be a mama, a friend and a wife. Sometimes you just got to get out and have some fun. Now, I know I don't have time to pick up every single hobby and be a pro, but I've always wanted to play golf. Well, it's golf, but it's not golf. It's actually top golf. <laughs> so if you're looking for a way to let off some steam and have a good time, 
you've got to try this. It's got all the stuff that makes it golf, right? It can feel like an official hobby. They've got clubs, they've got balls, they've got tees, but it's also not golf, which is perfect for when you're stressed out from taking care of everybody. You can literally have great music to dance to, enjoy the food and drinks, and have a total vibe because everyone there is having a good time day or night. So I know that when I feel like I just got to get away and I want to put in a lot of hours, blowing off steam, getting better at my swing, but I also want to make sure I'm eating these. I'm going to tell you the truth. They've got these amazing donut hole things that are so, so good on the menu. (laughs) I just want to have some good old mama time this holiday season. And Topgolf is my place that I go, especially on Half Price Tuesday. So Topgolf has a whole day each week that is dedicated to more play for less pay. You hear me. Book out a couple hours, girl. It is about you and your swing. (laughs) They do this thing every Tuesday where all gameplay is half price, giving you more reason to hang out without the crew and just come play around. So even if you don't think you're a golfer, because... Not everyone can play golf. You can still have fun at Top Golf, even if you've never swung a club before. And Half Price Tuesdays are the perfect excuse to get that time in, have fun, especially during the holidays. And you can get out of the house while everyone else hangs out. And with cooler temperatures on the horizon, and honestly, in LA, they're already here. You don't have to worry about the weather. Top Golfs are built to be comfy no matter what. So you're covered. Look, Top Golf is all about play, but even they have some rules. Half Price Tuesday applies to gameplay only. It isn't offered at every venue and it can't be doubled up with other offers or discounts. It's already half price after all. So for full details and to book a bay, visit topgolf.com slash Nicole. That's topgolf.com slash Nicole to book a bay and come play around. And girl, I'll meet you there. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.
So one of the things that's really helped me have increased clarity going into the new year and increased clarity in my life in general has been taking the past five years to shed one people who will not stop telling me who I am. They do not. They are not permitted to be in my life unless they're able to modify that and respect my boundaries, period. You are not going to be in my life telling me that I am not enough, that I am less than, that I am only valuable if I show up in your world in a certain capacity that does not align with my health or my needs. And you are absolutely not going to be around in my greatest moments creating negativity or centering yourself or in any way, shape or form diminishing the joy in the room. Like I have no space for it. It's not even a thing because it affects my belief system around who I am. And I need to have a strong sense of self in order to perform and show up the way that God has destined and called over my life. My sense of self is worth something and I'm allowed to retain and protect that. And then outside of that, I also am not retaining or having anyone over the past five years. This has been so, so important in my life. Having anyone who insists on me showing up in a way that does not align as I'm continuously redefining the way that God wants me to show up in the world. So, and this one I, I think is really big. So in the interest of being candid, you know, I want to give you an example of how I know that this has been transformative in my life. So I had a breakthrough recently in therapy and that breakthrough was brought about after I realized that I have a story that lines with all this because, you know, I'm a queen of real world application, right? We've got to know how to apply the concept in practice. And, you know, I'll use myself, right? And I said, we're gonna be transparent, so here we go. So I have struggled with being an over caregiver. And what does that mean? I've talked about it in my book, being a fixer. You know, I've always lacked clarity around how I should show up in people's lives, how much is too much, and what's the appropriate level. I err on the side of maternal nurturing. I can do all the things up to including whatever is hard for you. And I know this may sound familiar to you because you're you're probably a giver too. You're probably like, look, if I can do it, I'll do it, right? But understand that that also lends itself to you collecting people that may not want to do for themselves. It can lend itself to having people in your life that feel gaps around their maternal support and may not even acknowledge or be aware of the fact that they've lacked maternal support and may seek to you to fill that gap. That's a whole therapeutic concept. Now, I always thought, and this is the part where I'm going to be real clear. I had a therapy session recently where it was like a total breakthrough. And I've been doing therapy now for eight years and maybe even longer than that at this point. And the form of therapy I do is called EMDR. It's a form of therapy that is specifically around reprogramming traumatic experiences. I've talked about them some in my book so you understand the sources of trauma that I've had. But outside of that, I've also dealt with things like sexual assault. I've dealt with things like domestic violence in my dating partnerships. Fortunately, I have not had domestic violence in any marital relationships I've had. But, you know, I've dealt with emotional abuse. You know, I mean, there's just... Tons of things I've had to unpack. And EMDR is a form of uh, treatment that's used on like war victims. You know, it's a PTSD, a post-traumatic stress disorder treatment method. And a lot of us don't even realize that even a childhood can result in post-trauma stress. 
a lot of times we think that post-trauma stress only happens after an inciting incident, like being in a bombing or in a war zone or something of that effect. But uh, the trauma of your childhood obviously can lead to lingering effects the rest of your life. So I've been in therapy for eight years because it's always been really important to me as a mother and as a leader and as a consultant to unpack any manifestations of my childhood trauma in my present life. I do not want to both generationally as well as personally bring my hurt into my present. And so I've worked really hard and I've made a ton of progress and I'm so, so grateful for it because I'm so deeply happy and free because of the work I've done. But it doesn't mean that everything's done all at once. And what's interesting is when you're still unpacking some of your trauma, you collect people that are based on your previous trauma. So for some of you listening to this right now, I know there are people that come to mind where you're like, I've had this best friend for 30 years. They have a million things about them that I cannot stand, you know, and lots of ways that they show up that are not nice, that are not kind, that I don't support. They are constantly telling me they know who I am or they're, they have an opinion or they're judgmental or whatever about the way that I live that I actually don't have a problem with. So that's also the like clincher, y'all, is like you may not have a problem with the way you live. You might like your house, like your neighborhood, like your lifestyle, like whatever. But you have people in your life who judge you on that. And now you're questioning if it's a problem, but you like it. Understand that that's the issue. Right. So you may have these people in your life and you don't even realize that you selected these people at the beginning or they were they were born into your life or you married them or whatever at a time where you were not at your healthiest version of self. Right. So the person who made that choice and entered into that partnership, union, friendship, whatever, was not the person who exists today. And so because of that, the ability to evaluate that kind of like if you are here's some little a little more real world application. Right. But kind of like when you're in medical school, the way that you might have evaluated a condition on your first day of medical school is going to be very different from your last day once you have more knowledge and exposure. And so that's what therapy brings. So if you are growing in your therapy, hopefully you have evolved and gotten better in a couple of years to even assess the people in your life in new lenses. However, most of us don't do that reassessment. We don't go back and we don't look and say, excuse me, I've had you in my life the whole time. You don't have to say it in conversation, y'all. Don't go out here and start fights. (laughs) But we don't look back and ask ourselves, I have had this person in my life and I have always kind of categorized them and put them in this, you know, box of that's just how they are. But when was the last time you looked back and said, you know what? With what I know now, what about this works for me or doesn't work for me? What about this is a nature of the relationship that does not suit who I am and how I want to show up. And also, what about this is good? What about this makes sense? Does this still nurture my calling and what I've been sent to do? And so a lot of us don't spend time evaluating those relationships because it's just how they've been. And I want to let you know that for me, part of this process over these past few years has been a lot of that evaluation. And so these past couple of weeks, as I've been just looking at even more relationships that I have and talking about them in therapy, and my role within them and how I permitted them and what I need to do to bring those relationships into the present, you know, by by being more honest in them, more candid or affirming boundaries so that that way they are shaped in ways that sustain me and don't drain me. You know, I learned something about people that blew my mind and I'm going to share it with you and I think it'll click for some and it may not for, for some. It was such a breakthrough for me. Have you ever heard the phrase from people where they say like, oh, yeah, that person has low self-esteem? 
You have, right? Low self-esteem is something we're familiar with where we'll say regularly that person has low self-esteem and that lends them to do this thing or people who behave this way. It's because of their low self-esteem. But my therapist told me, she said, look, you have to understand that there's something beneath low self-esteem. There's also no self-esteem. And it's not a phrase that's in our lexicon. It's not in our conversation. That's not something we use. There's high self-esteem, there's low self-esteem. But we haven't spoken about the range of no self-esteem and the way people show up within those ranges. So people who are between the range of no self-esteem and low self-esteem are people who are in places where they are not healthy enough to maintain healthy relationships. People with no self-esteem often will engage in self-harm because their self-worth is completely gone. They just, they don't even have an identity. They don't know what to do with themselves. And it's so deeply depressing that, you know, they usually cease to exist, right? It's very difficult. However, in that range between no self-esteem and low self-esteem, what you'll often find are people who are heavily invested in identifying themselves through the eyes of other people. It's really important for those people who are in that no self-esteem, low self-esteem window to make sure that the people in their life see them a certain way, to make sure that the people in their life will relate to them a certain way, that they perform a certain way, that they serve in that role sometimes of mother or father. And even if their title might be lover or wife, you know, or, or husband or friend, it's really important because they can't figure out how to be happy, that they can't figure out their worth themselves. They lack identity around their work and their self in general, that it's so important for them to have you perform in a certain way in their world that they will tell you who you are all day and affect your clarity because what they need is to take some of your self-worth in order to affirm their own. And we don't talk about that window enough. We just say, oh, that person has low self-esteem, but we don't realize how harmful it is as they progress towards no self-esteem. And when I heard this, it blew my mind, the idea of no self-esteem, that there are people who are walking around with a blank spot where their self-worth is supposed to be and in order to fill that blank spot on the day-to-day, -day, it's really important for them to interact with people in a negative way, especially people who have high self-worth, and extract from them behaviors or affirmation or validation or whatever they think they can, even if it's a negative thing, make you feel bad because now they feel something in order to function. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This blew my mind. And it blew my mind because I inherently thought people were just like generally good. And if they had low self-esteem, it was all bringing it up. I really, truly thought that everyone had ability to access their self-worth because it was because I do believe everyone has worth. And that what really was happening was that they just needed a reminder, right? Like if we just figured out, you know, how to remind ourselves, give ourselves affirmation, give ourselves motivation, we'll know who we are, we'll know how we're supposed to show up and then we'll feel so, so great about it. And when my therapist told me like, no, like realistically, some people have no idea how to identify themselves. There actually, there are people who do actually completely lack clarity. That really does exist. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because this is likely not you. If this is you, then you've, you've got to seek out serious therapeutic support because likely you're in a state of severe depression. And that is a real thing and there are meds for it and therapy is incredible and you deserve the help you need because it might be a chemical imbalance, all of that. I am super sensitive to that. However, if there's any part of you that is really clear, whether it's now or in the past, where you were able to say, no, I deserve to be treated better because this doesn't feel right to me, or I know that I deserve to be loved and so and this doesn't seem right, or I know what I'm worth and I know I'm not receiving that, that means that you have some clarity of mind to know, even if you're not clear on what it is you need 100%, to know that you're not getting it which means you do know how to seek clarity. You're not as stuck as you used to be. And this idea that you're stuck may be something that's being told to you. I used to think when I was in my marriage and you know, again, season of transparency, that I was stuck, that I chose this, that people don't get divorced, especially in my culture and in my faith, and that I just needed to acclimate to the state of what my marriage was that I needed to be comfortable with the things that I and my partner had determined to be issues, which, you know, are private to us, you know, but that was just what I needed to adjust to, that this was what my marriage was gonna be. And I needed to figure out a way in other areas to make it tolerable because this thing was what it was. I was stuck and I was never stuck. And this is something, I'm just telling you what I said in my, what I was discussing in my therapy session. I was never stuck. It was that I wasn't willing to accept that I had choices and I created a situation of lack of clarity for myself because I didn't, the other choices weren't palatable to me. They didn't taste good. I didn't like them. The idea of being divorced didn't feel good. And I was also told what I was many times over. A Christian woman does not get divorced. A uh, black woman stands by her man. An African woman takes care of home to the point of exhaustion. You know, th this was my identity as told to me. And it was creating confusion because it did not align with how I was feeling or what I was getting as an outcome. Because I, I was also told that if I did those things, I would have joy, but that was not happening either. And so I say all of this to let you know that if you're finding confusion in your clarity, it's not because there's something fundamentally broken within you and you have an inability to get clear. It's because you may have the wrong people in your space that are affirming and telling you who you are, including telling you that you are not able to get unstuck. I really believe that 
women, particularly black women and marginalized people are constantly put into this world and told that our main purpose in this world is productivity. We're always being told like, hey, look, what do you do in this world? What is your contribution? Even when we meet people, we ask them, what do you do for a living? As if that's their primary purpose. Literally, when someone asks me, what, I, what do I do? I say my best. OK, that's what I do. I do my best. And this concept that your very being is only related in, to how you perform and that your validation is directly aligned with your productivity is so harmful because it means that you have to constantly find a way to define who you are. Can't you just exist? My God, like as a woman, by default, because we give birth to to humankind, we already have a responsibility innately, hormonally, emotionally to to caregiving and to doing all these other roles. The idea that someone wants to say that I also need to be shaped by what I create and and what I build and all that I make. Like, listen, I love a Proverbs 31 woman. OK, I am proud to be someone that mends, tends, generates income, takes care of the fam. Like, I'm proud of that because I enjoy it. But I also enjoy it on terms that make sense for me and my family, not terms that are set by the rest of the world. So it's exhausting. It's exhausting to be told what you're supposed to be. And it's even worse to have someone look you in your face and say, this is what you are. And if there's anything that I believe will lend itself to you feeling more unstuck, to you feeling like you are moving forward with more intentionality, it's not that you need a new planner. It's not that you need better goals. It's not that you need a new checklist to measure yourself against. What's going to help you is actually what you need to stop doing. And that's letting other people write and make a list around who you are and what you're supposed to be. As I reflect on what 2023 has brought and a lot of the conversations that we've had in our last season, it's this awareness that part of being bold and moving forward in my life and having the fierce clarity that I want to exist in all areas, not just around my children where I'm like, you will not mess with them. And I have no question about it, but I want to have that clarity around. This is what I do for a living. This is the product and service that I offer. This is how how much you will pay and you will pay it in full because it is worth it. This is how I show up in my partnership. No, I will not take out the trash. That is Alex work. <laughs> right. You know, but I will I will cook the meal that that can be my thing. I love that. You know, I want to have that clarity. No, these extra hours don't feel good. No, I don't want to work on Mondays or Fridays, even if that means that I'm going to be pulling 15 hour days, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I want to have that confidence in every single area of my life. And what I found is that confidence exists and it resides within. And the only time it ever feels chipped at is if I'm listening to someone else and I'm letting them dictate the reality. No one, no one knows you better than you know yourself. And you have a right to trust that. And you also have a right to affirm it and boldly protect it with boundaries. So if you are saying to yourself or have said to yourself, gosh, I feel like I am stuck. I'm here to start over, but I feel like I've reached a rock and a hard place or I've reached an impasse. I want you to know that there's nothing that's going to get you out of that place sooner and help you step into the life that you want than not looking left and right for an answer, but instead looking within. And there's nothing that's going to help you stay on that path and continue to grow and succeed and be in the places that you want to be 
than boldly protecting everything about those decisions and your right to make them with your boundaries. Friend, as you move through everything that you have going on this week around holiday things, around family things, around work and parenting and just taking care of self, I want you to join me in saying, look, we're going to have a lot of people in our lives over these holiday seasons that we may see infrequently, but are coming in with opinions, perspectives, desires, you name it. And I want you to be able to stand up and say, I am allowed to choose me because I have defined what I need and know that that is enough. So be bold, protect your boundaries and live your best life. Another great chat. I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.